Social Zoom Factor, Episode 15. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. How is everybody out there doing today? Hope you are just having an amazing week, kicking butt and getting things done. Just a quick reminder that we are starting to take questions live on the show over the next couple of weeks. You can simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam. And there's a little app installed on our website there that you can leave us a 30-second voicemail. Let us know your questions. Tell us who you are, what you do. You can share your URL. And if your question is chosen and we choose to answer it live on the show, we will play the voicemail that you leave. So make sure that it's good. And we'll also also include a link to your website or blog on the show notes blog post recap that we do for the episode. So get over there and ask your questions. No reason to remain stuck. Today we are talking about another amazing topic, which is how can you ignite and power up your brand by empowering employees? Basically, if you empower your employees and inspire them to become brand evangelists for your brand, it will ignite your brand. It is going to really help to take it to the next level, particularly using social media and online marketing. So let's go ahead and get started. Organizations, large and small, struggle with getting their voice heard. Marketers want to increase brand awareness, brand humanization, brand equity, and of course, do so in a way that positively impacts the bottom line. And unfortunately, what many business leaders simply do not understand or realize is that their most vibrant and powerful and potentially most loyal brand evangelists are right within the walls of their organization. Yes, your employees can be the number one way that you can humanize your brand and connect with your audiences in an authentic and very meaningful, relevant, and compelling way. And I am not just referring to the C-suite or director level employees, but your entire workforce. Smart brands are already tapping into the reach and power of their employees to increase brand awareness, curate content, engage with target audiences, and listen to conversations, as well as help recruit top talent. Did you know that 77% of consumers are more likely to buy a new product via a recommendation? Or that conversion rates can be 4 to 10 times higher for offers from trusted brand advocates? That's huge. So instead of only searching external and investing millions of dollars to win the hearts of those outside of your organization, why not start on the inside? Your employees can be your most vocal and helpful voice as brand advocates. And the truth is that social media exposes your company anyway from the inside out. And if your employees hate your company, they are going to exude their feelings both online and offline. On the flip side, if they love your company, love the leadership, they are likely going to share such positive feelings both online and offline as well. 
igniting employees as loyal brand evangelists takes time, investment, and an understanding that it is a much bigger program than simply giving them a list of blog content and URLs and asking them to tweet about it. Because I tell you, that is what many brands out there think. A lot of brands come to us and they say, hey, Pam and Marketing Nuts, which is our, our agency, can you help me put together a internal brand advocate program? Can you help us create a list of content and blog posts and tweets that they can all send out. But the issue with this mentality is it's basically putting the cart before the horse because you need to develop a program and understand where your employees are coming from. You need to understand how social they are. You need to understand and develop a strategy and a plan based upon your business goals and objectives of how you can best empower, engage, and ignite your employees. You need to educate them. You need to train them. You need to bring them into your journey and help them become part of your vision and where you are going as a social business. It can be really exciting if it's done right. So let's go ahead and get started. And we are going to talk about 15 steps that you can take to ignite your internal brand evangelist starting today. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Number one is define your brand and its purpose. And I know this sounds elementary, but it's really important. And you would be surprised how many brands come to us today and they are really lacking a solid brand architecture. And you need to go back to the basics of marketing and branding and figure out who you are. What is your value proposition? What is your brand promise? What does your brand stand for? What does it mean to your employees, your clients, your partners, and the broader community and ecosystem? You cannot expect your employees or anyone else for that matter to become loyal brand evangelists if you can't answer these most basic, simple questions about your own company. So start here. Start from the inside out and you must know who you are and what you are to the larger ecosystem. There is simply no way around it. If you don't know where to start in this area, reach out to me. Our agency can help you. We do a ton of work in brand architecture and development and message and strategy as it comes to developing and defining and launching brands. It's one of our favorite things to do. Number two is to know your audience. I talk a ton about this on these podcasts. I know you've probably already heard this a hundred times from me if you read my blog content and everything else that I have out there. But bottom line, you need to know your audience. Who are they? Who are your clients? Who is in your social community online? Who is in your community offline? Who is your ideal customer? And what are their demographics? Where do they hang out online? What keeps them up at night? What problems do they have? And how are you going to solve those problems? I encourage you to check out Another podcast that I recently created called 10 Things You Must Know About Your Customer. Also, go download our customer audience analysis worksheet that will help you prioritize your segments that you are targeting for your business and help you align your business goals and develop a framework to develop your social media plan. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience and you can download that worksheet. Step number three is to develop a social business strategy and plan. Because if you don't know where you are going, you will never know when you get there. However, make sure you understand that 
becoming a social business is really a journey, not a destination. But you still need to have a vision, a roadmap, detailed plan with goals, objectives, so you can get team members on board. You need to know where you're going so that you can inspire others to join you. And the answer is not, hey, come join us. We're going to go tweet about some cool things about ourselves for the next six months. So I'm going to teach you how to tweet. It's so much bigger than that. And you must figure out how you are going to implement governance, how you are going to manage risk, and the list goes on. Because although there is a ton of benefit to igniting employees as brand evangelists, you need to know there is also some risk associated. And the benefits far outweigh the risk, but make sure that you implement a plan to mitigate that risk and you'll be good to go. And I recently just did a podcast on this topic where I talk through the details of how to build a social media, social business plan. So I encourage you to check that out. I have a blog post as well on the topic, a ton of resources, and we are also getting ready to launch some online training that will definitely help you in this area. Number four is to establish a six-month roadmap and plan, all right? You need to quit trying to boil the ocean. And I'll tell you, there is not one organization that we work with that doesn't have a plan to boil the world's ocean. You are running on a tight budget, and I know you have little resource. You have little time to get these things done. There is not one marketing or business leader that has ever come to us and said, guess what, Pam? I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it. I have so much resource and I have nothing better to spend this resource and time on than implementing social media, said no marketing director ever on the planet, all right? You want quick progress and you need to prove to your stakeholders ASAP that you are serious about employee empowerment as part of your social business strategy and plan. So develop a six-month plan with a goal of getting people on board. And this is going to help you establish budget, get the stakeholder buy-in that you need, and collaboration across the organization. It's going to help you get that stake in the ground to get things started and rocking. And I recently did a podcast on this topic as well. Just look for it. It's how to get your social media budget approved. And we have a ton of resources for you on that as well. Number five is conduct a pilot. So it is not feasible that you are going to ignite all of your employees to be loyal brand evangelists in one final swoop. Instead, consider conducting a pilot or two. Start by selecting five to 10 employees across the organization to participate in your first pilot. Because then you can test your ideas, your processes, your messaging, your brand architecture, your training, and more with a small group. And you can see how that works. Then you can optimize that for a broader rollout over the coming months. Remember, it's not about running as fast as you can, but instead about developing a solid plan and a roadmap for your journey that others can join and embrace. You want to be all about getting people on board and buying into your strategy. And a pilot is going to give you some early wins and some proof points internally to get that first set of strong brand internal evangelists to help ignite that belief in your vision and your dream. Number six is determine who needs to join you for your journey. So who in your organization 
needs to come along. And don't just limit this effort to the marketing team and the C-suite. That is a recipe for disaster if you're looking for buy-in. Include human resources, include legal, include customer service, of course, sales, product development, and more. Don't overcomplicate it, but also make sure you are not leaving people out. Make sure you are figuring out how you can provide value to the other organizations. Don't just move their cheese, quote unquote, and tell them, you know, I'm here, I'm going to change the world and we're going to start using social and you're going to start doing things differently. No, you need to figure out how you can help them. And so collaboration should be your name and your game because you need buy-in and you must win both the hearts and minds of key stakeholders that are going to be integral to your success and the success of your program. So focus on inviting these people to your team early. Don't wait until you already have your detailed plan ready for execution or else they're going to feel that they were left out. Instead, include them early and often. So number seven is to do a quick audit of your key employee social media presence. The first step in selecting which employees need to join you for the pilot we just talked about, the first step is to figure out and make sure that you are selecting the right employees. So if possible, you don't want to choose people who are not in support of social technologies and processes. And it is best if you can first engage employees who are already active on the social networks. If you can find people who are already living the social lifestyle, who are already connected to Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, that's what you want to do. So do a quick audit of the social employees who you are considering engaging in the journey. What social networks are they using? How are they using them? Are they already living your brand promise on and offline? And what steps and actions are needed to get them fully on board with your journey? We help a lot of our clients conduct these types of analysis rather quickly. We use things such as survey and focus group discussions and and different methodologies that we just help really understand where those employees are coming from, identify the opportunities, the risks, areas of opportunity for training to make sure we get them on board as fast as we can. Another great resource is to check out our white paper on digital body language, and we have 105 factors that impact personal brands and business brands. So check it out at socialzoomfactor.com slash digital me. Number eight is now you need to invest in the personal brand of the employees who are invited to participate in your pilot program. And I have done a ton of content on this recently as well. Check out one of the podcasts I recently did, which is 10 reasons that you need to invest in personal branding. It also includes a white paper that you can share with your management if you're looking to get executive buy-in on this type of program. But bottom line, personal branding is a requirement not an option for business and marketing leaders today. You are going to be amazed at the results if you take the time to invest in your employees' personal brand because you are investing in them as human beings. You don't have to necessarily build it for them. However, you need to help educate them on the importance of building and managing their personal brand. 
Teach them how to leverage the social networks. Teach them how to blog if they're interested in doing that. And establish thought leadership for them, which is going to also help your brand establish thought leadership because it's really the people within your brand that are going to help you establish thought leadership and connect with other human beings out there on the social networks because social is really about human to human, people to people, authentic communication. It is not logos talking to logos. It is us connecting as human beings. We want to humanize our brand as much as we can. So one of the best investments you can make is to invest in your employees as humans and leaders of your brand. And I have a white paper that you can download for this as well. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash personal brand. Number nine is you want to determine exactly how you are going to empower your employees. So are you going to help some of them ignite their online personal brands? Are you going to help them start a blog, maybe build a social community or a Twitter following? Are you going to help them establish thought leadership? This is where you must get very specific of exactly what you are going to do to empower them because otherwise it just sounds like a bunch of talk, blah, 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 blah. We want to invest in our employees, but how are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? Embrace the journey and expect bumps in the road. You must select small wins, not boil the ocean as we talked about. Be very specific here, but be realistic. And you can always conduct a broader audit at a later time when it's the right time to determine where the rest of your employees are in regard to adoption of social media at the personal level and then figure out how you can continue to bring more and more employees on board. But I can't say enough how important it is that you start small and get those small wins because we see a lot of brands that come to us, marketing directors, CMOs and above, months and years on employee empowerment programs, but they start with a program that is boiling the ocean. And to be honest, they never get there. It's too large. And so you need to narrow that down to something that is feasible, something that you can get people on board and something where you can have some really good small wins. Number 10, inspire your employees to live your brand promise. Pretty simple, you would think, but actually this can be very challenging for many brands. Actions speak louder than words. So if you can't trust your employees, why should your clients or your potential clients trust your brand? Think about that. If you can't trust your employees, it could be that you have a hiring and or a bigger internal problem. So this is the stage where you really start working from the inside out and it's time to deal with the hard stuff and crack those nuts that are holding you back because your employees need to be living your brand promise online and offline regardless if you are igniting them as evangelists or not. Whether you have a formal program that says I have an internal loyal brand evangelist program. Whether you've decided to launch a program such as this or not, your employees are still representing your brand with everything that they do. And I don't care if they have my tweets are my own or my Facebook posts are my own or whatever it may be written on every social profile that they have out there. If I know that your employee works for your brand, then they are leaving a brand impression about your brand in my brain every time that I see a tweet from them or I see 
a post from them on Facebook. If they are positive, if they are providing useful information, it's going to be good. If all they do, for an example, is complain about their job and complain about who they work with and how overworked they are and how terrible life is, I'm probably going to think something negative about your brand. So inspire your employees to live your brand promise. Number 11 is educate your employees on your brand, your brand promise, and your audience. So number one thing we talked about today, the first step was making sure that you know your brand and that you have a definition and you have clearly defined your brand and its purpose and what it means to all of your audiences, including your internal employees. So this should not come at the last minute. When you are working on defining your brand, you need to make sure sure one of the audiences that you're really digging into is your internal employees. So you need to help them understand what your brand is and you need to be exuding that from everything that you do. They cannot evangelize what they don't understand. And it's not enough that you just give them a brand guideline book and help them memorize it for a day. Your goal is to inspire them to live your brand promise. And you want it to be exuded from their words, their actions, and their hearts every single day. And that is going to take work and you're not going to get there overnight. So don't be too hard on yourself on this, but try to put a plan in place where you can start to make some serious forward momentum. Number 12 is give your employees something to join that is bigger than you or me. So you want to engage them in something bigger than themselves. People don't just buy things or work for things. They join things. Give them something to join that they can be part of and something that they can be proud of. Create a movement. Create something that is more powerful together than we can do as individuals. Number 13 is to bridge the social divide. Welcome to what I call Generation S. And Generation S is a generation that people choose to join, Generation Social. And it is the first generation that is not based solely on traditional demographics such as age, income, location, gender, those types of things. And the generation chooses to be social or they don't. So either they are social or they're not. There are going to be some people who are not where you need them to be in regard to adopting social technologies and processes. In reality, there will likely be some that are very far from where you need them to be. So don't just look at them as roadblocks or problems. Don't roll your eyes and say, oh, you know, the Tom in the C-suite, he just doesn't get Twitter. Your goal for the next six months, if you are planning an employee evangelist program, a brand evangelist program, is to get the furthest person from adopting social, you need to get them to understand social. You may not need to get them on Twitter. Quit selling the C-suite on Twitter. And instead, I want you to bridge the social divide. And I want you to think about how can you tap in to what they do know how to do. So let's think about the C-suite, for example. Many brands are struggling because they have more senior executives and leadership and directors and even just technical people within the organization that may have years of experience in their area of expertise. And it's expertise that clients want to hear about, that new employees want to hear about. And these people like to share their knowledge. 
However, they have not yet chosen to join Generation S. And so as a result, they end up getting left behind. So your job as leading a social program and leading an internal brand evangelist program is you need to figure out how can you engage them in a way that's going to help them share their expertise, that's going to help ignite their interest to learn more and maybe choose to join Generation S. So you need to engage them in ways that they feel comfortable, help them learn and understand the power of these new media and technologies and what it can do for them and the brand. Because what executive doesn't like to pick up the phone and talk on the phone about himself, herself, the company, their customers. Engage them in mediums that they know how to do. Start a podcast. Get them on a Google Hangout. They don't need to know all the details of how to work these technologies. You can record a podcast by getting them on the phone and you set up the technology. What executive doesn't know how to pick up the phone and talk? Usually they love doing that. Once you create some of these assets, social assets, content assets, then you can leverage those in the social interwebs. You can take that podcast, you can take that video, you can take a radio show that you create, and you can then leverage your employees to ignite that, to amplify and get the word out about how awesome this content is that is going to help your target audiences, your community better achieve their goals. So when you do that, then what happens, and we've done this with a lot of our clients, then that executive or that person who was not wanting to join Generation S all of a sudden sees the results and they see the fact that, wow, look at all those people that are tweeting about me from when I did that silly little podcast the other day that I didn't even really know what it was, but I did that phone interview and now look at all those shares. And what we've seen is that light just turns on for them. And then they see, wow, look at the power of this thing. People like what I'm saying. I can share my content. And I have case study after case study. We did some of these types of events with IBM. We did some work with their the IBM Exceptional Digital Experiences team. And you can go check that out. And we did radio shows. We did Twitter chats. And we were able to get some of their executives highly engaged who prior to that really didn't even ever buy into what was happening on Twitter and some of these things. They just weren't comfortable with it. But when they were able to get involved with a medium that they felt comfortable, things really just ignited and it really helped their marketing teams be able to achieve their goals and get buy-in that they so desperately needed. Number 14 is measure results. How did you do? Were you successful at gaining the necessary support and buy-in for your pilot? How did the training go? The pilot training. What were the results? Did you achieve the goals that you were hoping for? You cannot skip the planning and measuring stage or you will never know where to invest as you go forward and how. So if you don't invest in planning and measurement, you are likely to wind up with a long set of actions that are nothing more than random acts of marketing. And random acts of marketing are going to eat every last morsel of ROI before you wake up and smell the social coffee. So if planning and measurement makes your head spin, then hire an outside agency or a consultant. Give us a call if you need to. We help clients large and small set goals, objectives, and implement a feasible plan to ignite their employees and help them achieve their goals. 
Number 15. This is easy. Tweak, rinse, and repeat, okay? Take what you learned and now take it to the next level. Dig into the results, dig into the data, do a survey, dig into the feedback from all of those who participated. Listen to them, listen to their feedback and optimize for the next phase. You're ready now to move from the back pond to a bigger pond. You're still not ready for the ocean, but just expand your program now. And hopefully you've got some wins along the way that you have broadened support and buy-in. Hopefully you can get your budget approved and things are starting to move forward. I really hope that this information was useful for you today. I tried to provide as much detail as I could in a 30-minute podcast. And I encourage you to check out all the resources that I mentioned. Our blog is loaded with information at socialzoomfactor.com, as well as my personal blog at pammarketingnut.com, our agency blog at themarketingnutswithaz.com. And we also host the Get Real Chat every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we talk about all of these topics and more. And we would love to have you. It is a very supportive community. We all learn and grow together. We fall down together and we help each other stand up. So I hope that you will check that out. Best of luck to you. Hope you have an amazing week. Thank you for your time. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.